Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And we're going to have a great show today. we got a little twist in the show. It's something that we should be reporting on a little bit more. But this is why we got our guests on here to learn a little bit more about it. And then we can start um, getting it out there. Because I think this topic is something that uh, we don't see a lot. And it don't get reported. But I guess, Q, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you, James? I'm doing good. Thanks for being on today. Thank you for having me. Well, we want to go a different way because uh, if you watch Sports Center and you hear people talking, it's always about the men's sports. You know, the women's sports don't never get knowledge. You know, women basketball, women playing volleyball. You know, it's not much talked about. So uh, I want to get a little insight on. We know uh, one, um, talk about your niece and um, things that you think and what, you know, Uh, Tell us a little bit about your niece. She's playing basketball. Okay, well, currently she is uh, a senior. She's going into her senior year down at LeMoyne on uh, in Memphis. And she she made the MVP last year on her basketball team. But she's been playing since she was seven years old. And she can hold her own. I believe you had her on back in February. Um, I think, pardon me? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think the reason that everyone is so hyped up about uh, the men's sport is because I guess it originated with men. And so, it, I mean, it, it, it's moving over into the women's area, but it originated with men. So, yeah, the men are going to, they're going to dominate that, that area. Well, let, let's, start, let's start back. I said, you said she, she grew up doing it at the age. What was that like? I'm sure you guys worked with her and, you know, she was playing with the men and all like that. How was that? Did they, like, let her play, or did they say, no, you're a woman, we can't play with us? No, she played predominantly with females. She would play uh, maybe street ball with men, but when she started at seven, yes, we were always in the gym with her all the time. Everything was basketball. Our our cars, everything was full of basketball. (laughs) So we were a basketball household. So she had the love for the game when she was little, right? Yes, she did. How did you see how she took it? You know, most people that age, they sleep with a basketball, they at the table eating with the basketball. Was she like that? <laughs> she was like that, James. She had a basketball all the time, twisting it, twirling it, throwing it, everything. In fact, they had put like a little makeshift basketball hoop uh, at, at our front door. And all the time, while we're sitting there talking, watching television, the whole time she's bouncing a basketball against the wall, making, making shots. That's what she did her, for her whole life. How did you see, like, from age seven, eight, nine, um, her started to change with basketball? I mean, going out all night, working out, or, you know, doing different things. Did it change from when she was younger that, you know, hey, I could be good at this? Yeah. Um, now she actually goes into the gym in condition. Uh, when, well, I didn't see that before. You Back in high school, her coach pretty much had to make her run. Now she wants to run. She's more motivated now. I think as she increased in age, she was she she increased her motivation as well. Uh, a few years ago, maybe 
six years ago. I went and um, I lived in Arizona. I went to a WNBA game. And I was amazed just to see how many women can play with some of them play with the men. I mean, and, yeah. it's, <laughs> and, and it's like that. And did she feel that, like, coming up that um, playing with, play with the women there, you know, playing with the men that was different, she, she did better with the guy? I'm not the, sure. So. We never discussed that. We never had that discussion. Okay, that made me thought, you know, guys, would they play hard? Would they play with her? Or would they take it so easy on her? Did you know that? Oh, no. They would never take it easy on her because she was too good. They didn't want to get shown up on the court. So they gave it their all with her. <laughs> now, that was her attitude when she played. I mean, you was around her a lot. Uh, was she out there saying, you know, I'm the best? Or did she have the confidence? Or did she have no confidence sometimes? Or what? Well, initially, she went straight from eighth grade into high school, straight onto the varsity team. So initially, she didn't get to play a lot. So she really didn't have that confidence. But towards the end, you know, towards her sophomore year, she 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 was the bomb, Jane. Uh, she she did really well her sophomore year, junior junior year, senior year, and on into college. But the freshman year, because she didn't really get to play a lot, I think her confidence was kind of lacking then. And as she got to play more and more, she built her confidence up. Now she, she's extremely confident. <laughs> I think she's a confident enough that she can go overseas. She believes that she can go overseas and play. And I, I support her fully. Let's talk about that, what you said, confidence. I know some people, if they're not playing and get down, want to quit, and so it's not what I signed up for. I want to go back being the older freshman thing. How does she keep her mindset to stay? Because I know I've been like, you know, I won't be playing. I won't be sitting on this bench coast, you know. How does she keep herself from saying, you know, I'm going to wait it out till my turn? And that's what she did. That's basically, that's what, that was her mindset. She had to. She had no other choice. If she wanted to play, she had no choice but to wait it out. Mm-hmm. That's good. How was she like with all the other people, you know, her friends and all like that, you know? Did they accept her, you know, for was she playing sports and doing that? Or were they jealous? Of course. Of course. Well, she hung out with basically other athletes. So she didn't have a lot of problems in that area. So what you said is she hung around, you know, uh, the good crowd. She was never in no trouble and all that. <laughs> Yeah, other other basketball players, uh, volleyball players. She hung out with other athletes, so she didn't really have that issue. That's good. Does she ever like even ask you guys to help her? You know, when she work out or you know, like practice? So would you come out you know, and shoot free throws with me? You know what? She never had to. We were already there. If, we, if she wanted to do a shoot-around, we were already there for her. If she needed us, we were already there. She really didn't have to. We sat at the practices with her. I still go to her practice down, down in Memphis. I'll sit there and watch, watch the girls practice. So she really didn't need that from us. Although she had the support fully, she didn't really need to ask us for it. Let's go back to eighth grade when she was playing. How was she as a teammate? You know, uh, was she a team player? Or was she the one that, you know, everybody's like, oh, a LeBron. The one that takes every, don't want to be a team player. She had to learn to become a team player. 
Because if things weren't going her way, all she's going to take the ball and she was her own team. And we have to constantly tell her there is no I in team. You can't do it alone, although she thought she could. She had to learn that. That's very interesting. He said that because she had to learn it. Uh, well, she felt her teammates weren't good at making a shot. Yes. That's that's a LeBron, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Know, feel like his teammates. And she had learned. When do you think she learned it? I think she learned it maybe senior year. Yeah. Senior year, going into her uh, her college years. Sophomore, she didn't have a problem with that issue. I mean, she was still a sophomore, so she was still an underling. You know, she was just lucky to be playing. But by the senior year, she's like, forget this. I'm just going to take the ball, and I'm going to do what I want to do with it. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> and, and sometimes you got to look at, too, some plays, you know, if you're that person, the star, you have to take the ball in your hands, you know, and score. You know, you have to take over the game, you know, but if you don't have your teammates' confidence, you'll lose the confidence in the whole game with them, you know? Exactly, and you lose your whole team's morale, the morale will be low. They're not going to want to play with you. When you say that to her, does she listen to you or does she forget you? No, she'll she'll listen because she sees how it it turns out. If you don't have teamwork, you're not really going to excel. You need that teamwork, and this is in anything you do, not just ball. Go to her senior year of high school. Uh, what was she average? Was she the lead scorer? Was she the, because most of the players she played with were they? Yeah, um, yeah she was the, one of the um, the high scorers on her team. Now, did she have a vision then to go play college from there, or no? Did it all she come did. at once? She did. It was all about basketball for her. And she did uh, multiple years of AAU. She wants to go to college. She wants to go overseas. She wants to play professional ball. She wants to do it all. Talk about that AAU. I never understood it. I think it was a ploy where people made money off the kids, the parents, you know. Did they help her? Did they what? Do you think AAU helped kids? I think as far as the uh, coaches that were coming out, the scouts that were coming out looking at her to try to get them to come to their college, I think that was beneficial. And she saw what she can do and um, how she could bring value to the team, how she can bring value to their colleges. So I think I think it was beneficial to her. Yeah, I mean, something worked for it. I think it's just a money scheme, you know, get money out of parents and have the kids play. You know, Nola Johnny ain't that good, but hey, I paid my money. They got to play up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, I never felt that one time. Okay, she traveled. Good, she traveled the United States, played ball, did what she wanted to do, and she did it well. well that's what we got to do. We'll take a break. When we come back, we we'll have more questions for Q. Um, just get it in, like she say. You know, um, this sport should be recognized a little bit more. But since the man started it, you know, getting thrown in the back. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? 
Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And I got my guest. Q, you're the lead. This is Q. No, I'm still here, James. Pleasure to have you on, you know. Thank you for having well, me. Thank well, you let's get a little bit more, like you say, you know, your niece is senior year, you know, and she wanted to play. Let's jump into uh, where does she play right after that? Where did she go? Out of high school. She went out of high school. She went down to East Mississippi Community College. You I actually like that because I went to a community college and I thought it was the best thing ever. You know, a lot of people want to go straight to a Division One school. And um, I need a little bit more learning. You know, learn about being disciplined with sports and learning how to keep my grades, you know. So how did she like that? So did she. She loved East Mississippi uh, Community College. She loved it. But I didn't. I thought that she should have gone D1. And she had to explain to me exactly what you said. It was about learning more, getting more discipline, and she needed it. And so it, it benefited her in the long run, so I'm glad she did it, but I wanted her to go straight D1. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people have that. You know, they all go D1, but you need that extra learning, you know, and I think Juco yeah. does that, you know, and it helps you know, yeah, like, she learned a lot hey, you got to go, go to class, you know. Um, there's other people out in this college who will be good like you are. You got to work harder, you know? Right. So that's what Juco taught me, you know. I mean, I post only went one year. I mean, I thought I got a lot of learning. I was in number one, too. And she also learned, that's what she, I think she got her teamwork from. Remember I told you that senior year in high school, she wasn't so much into teamwork. But she, I think she learned a lot of that from her Juco. Before we go into the... Uh, Next place where she went. You seen her play. Your first time yeah. seeing her play. What did you see? In, uh, you know, when she went to college, did you see the hustling, the 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 the, the joy of the game out there? What did you see? 
from my I saw all from, of that, and you know, I'm totally biased. Right. You know, she likes to she likes to put on the show, so she's doing twirls and spins in the air. She's doing uh, finger rolls. You know, I love all of that. She may be doing it for my benefit, and I'm totally biased. But she loves the hustle of the game. She loves to make the point. So her thing is, is that you get her the ball, and she's gonna she's gonna ensure you the point. That's what she does. Okay, let's take the bias out. You a scout recruit players? What do you see? That's difficult. That would be that would be difficult. She's still a hustler. She's still a hustler. I think that she would she needs to work more on the defense aspect. I think that she needs to go and get the ball. And I've told her this several times to help hustle to get the ball, not just wait for it to be thrown to you for you to make the shot. See, that's not difficult because the difficult part is she know you biased. But if she hear you say that, she gotta know that's true. You know. Of course. I've told her several times. Exactly. So if you see that, then, you know, a lot of other people scout see it, too, you know. You biased. Yeah. You might overlook, oh, she didn't work that hard to get in front of that defender to stop him from getting a layup. That scout will see that. Right. You know? So, I mean, uh, I didn't have growing up nobody to come and tell me, you know, uh, look at my game and tell me what I need to work on. So I had to learn from myself. But she had you and could see it and say, hey, you know what? That game was good, but you did this and did that. You got to work on this. It might be one or two yeah. minor things. Right. You know? But if I look at it anyway. These kids nowadays in sports, they say they spoil. You know, coaches can't yell at them, can't tell them. Well, then the kid's not going to learn. Right. They're going to keep doing the same mistakes they're doing. They're going to keep with the same mistakes. All right, after Juco, where did she go after that? I want to say she went to Robert Morris. Robert Morris. Downtown Chicago. Yes. How did she like that? She liked it because it was close to home. We were able to get to to more of her games, you know. Did she still work hard at her game? Did you see that? She still worked. She did. She still worked hard at her game. It was kind of difficult because they didn't have their own gym, so we were always out somewhere else. Robert Morris didn't have the gym down there where the school was downtown, and it was difficult for the family to make it. But we did make it to the game. Well, you see where her game at Robert Morris did was different from when she was at the other college. He's I didn't see see a difference from that college to that college. She's currently at LeMoyne on. I see a difference there now, but not from Robert Morris in East Mississippi. I don't don't see a difference there. Well, you see the difference now. I see the difference now because she actually, she worked out. She actually conditioned. She actually, she looked like she, she, like the game belongs to her now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if this makes sense, but it didn't look like that prior to. Right now, she's out there with so much confidence and she she motivates her team. It, it, it's totally different than the other two colleges. Do you see when the game on the line is they need a basket to win? Do you see her taking that shot? Do I see her making that shot? Taking that shot. Yes, I do. Game. I do. Well, 
that's how you know the person got confidence. They'll be the one yeah. that can win the game or lose the game for their team. They don't mind because they're confident, you know? Yeah. And you know what? We were in Ohio for one of her games uh, towards the end of last year, and they were they were down, and they were going to halftime, and she made the shot from the free throw line on the buzzer, and it was just the crowd went wild, and I just love that. Yeah, she has she she definitely has the confidence. And where do you think that come from? Growing up or just? practice it and, and just take it like you say. She had to grow up. She had to grow. She's totally different than the person of, give me that ball. It's, it's going to be mine. I'm taking it. I'm just got, I, I will do it without the team. She's totally different than that person. But she also, she put in a lot of time and a lot of energy and work in, in her workouts and in her practice. So yeah, she, she, she deserves whatever she gets as far as basketball, as far as how far she goes. Uh, you went to another one of her games. How was that? Well, you've been a lot, but yeah. give, us a, give us another game that you went to and you've seen something that you did and was so confident. I don't recall. Did I share that with you? Mm, I don't know. You always said that um, you always cheered. did, like, defensive and stole the ball. And one game, I think you told me she had that many points, but she had a lot of assists. That she had a lot of what? Assist that game. Yeah. You know, giving you know, out the other she, other people. Assist increase, and and I was I'm, I'm grateful for that because now I see that she's utilizing her team more. So her her assist increase, while her her points did decrease that game. She was averaging maybe twenty twenty one points a game, but her assist did increase. So she's utilizing her team more. And a lot of that too is you know if your game off that day. You know, somebody else might be scoring. You let them score. Or, and that's exactly like, what she told me. <laughs> yeah. Or, like you say, you know, she got confidence in her team. You know, she dissing off those fifths, you know? Yes. I mean, everybody get mad at LeBron when he only scored 18 points. And so he should be in the 40. Why? When he had 12 assists, the other people score, you know? Yes, he helped with those points. Exactly. Those are points right there. Assists are points. That's right. That's right. So, okay, she had, uh, to me, what I want to share the college she had now. How did she go into that, you think? She went into that school being scared, nervous, that she had a division. This is Division One, right? Yeah, uh, it's a D2 school, but D2. Um, she had a lot going on. Her grandma, my mom died, so she had a lot going on. Then she her shoulders pop out of place, so she had shoulder surgery. There was just a lot going on. Right now, she's eight. She's on top of her game. And I just think that she'll be successful in whatever she does with basketball. I know uh, a lot of some players, you know, tragedy happens. Like you say, your mom passed, and some of these kids just can't recover, you know. They get yeah. so depressed, and they can't recover. They yeah. Want to quit the game, or so? Did she ever want to quit the game at that time? I know she was Never. really close to your mom. Never, because my mom is the one who motivated her when she was seven to start basketball in the first place. So she never wanted to quit. That was never on her agenda. That was never an option. Did you see when she had a game? She had a bad game. You think it was 
bothered her? Did she ever see that? No, because initially, you know, she she's down in Memphis, and sometimes we're able to, it's televised, and we're able to see it from afar. But no, initially she had she had the grief, and she set out for maybe a year uh, to help my mom. Then she set out for maybe a year because of the shoulder surgery. But she was right back at it. She was right back. She never had that where she was down or her game was off because because she was being emotional. She never had that. If anything, I think she uses that to put to drive harder. Oh, that's good. Who, I mean, who was her support? Her family. Her family, her family. I know. Me, of course. You, you, you don't mean that? A lot of people don't understand that family is good support for things like that. Absolutely. You know? And that's why she I wanted you to say. Her mom, her aunt, her grandmother, she, she, she has plenty of support. And that's plenty what of cousins, get. plenty of support. Right, that's what they need at times like that, you know? Mm-hmm. We're gonna take another break. When we come back, we'll get into a little bit more about this basketball and you know just all the tragedy and still overcoming everything. Still right where you at, top of the top of your class, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got cute. She's talking it up on the basketball with her niece. 
you know, the thing about this, uh, it's good to get it out there because, like she said, she's biased. But being biased also, you got to, you know, she's up front with her needs to tell her, you know, what yeah. she has to work on, what she don't have to work on, she don't put nothing, hold nothing back to hurt no feelings. You know, so uh, we were glad of that, you know, because a lot of people don't tell their kids, you know, things they need to hear because they don't want to hurt them or feel that they're not good enough for the sport. But if you don't tell them, they're going to learn. You agree? They're not going to learn. And they're going to remain in the same stagnant spot. But the thing about me is, Jay, is I don't know the game well enough to tell her what to do. I don't feel that I know the game well enough. Uh, I can look at her and tell what's going on and know what needs to be done from my point of view, but I don't know the game well enough to have an opinion about what she needs to do. I mean, I think the coaches are good at doing that. She has three super coaches where she is now in LeMoyne on, and they let her know where she needs to improve. And I think they're doing a great job. Well, that's what's good. They're explaining you why. You don't you know the game, but you don't know the game. But now we're looking through your eyes, and I'm asking you questions, and you say I'm not being biased, but you tell them what you're saying through your eyes of the game, right? You can't say. Right. Uh, she had both her hands on ball and that double dribble. You already know what that means. I do. But, well, okay, <laughs> we'll use something else. <laughs> but, but what you said was, but when do you go to the game? What do you look for? I look, just look for her to be super at what she does, and that is play the game. She generally so, starts, so I, and they usually run her the whole game. So I, I just expect her to be great at what she does. And if that means all of the assists, all the points, all of her uh, free throws, that's what that means to me. Mm-hmm. And generally, I just like the overall atmosphere of being in the gym. I know when um, I used to teach kids, I used to always say, you know, um, go out there and give it 100%. That's all you ask for. People going to make mistakes. Some people's talent not going to be as good as the other one. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, working on well, you know, what you look for, I looked for that kid that he hustled the whole time. He didn't give up. If he made a mistake, then he still yeah. hustled after he made that mistake. Do you see that mm-hmm. in your niece? If somebody can buy her, she still hustles and try you know, make the play? Or does she like say, oh, they got by, forget it? Oh, no. She's not going to say forget it. <laughs> no, I'm asking, do you see that in the game where she still hustles if somebody got past her? Oh, yeah. That makes her hustle harder. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get it out of you with your eyes, you know? That's what you see, yeah. see? Yes, it makes her hustle harder. Yeah, you see it in all this, you know? You see it from a different view, you know? Okay. Other people say, you know, like, you know, hey, this is that. You see it from, like you say, you don't know much, but you know that she got to do what she got to do out there, hustle. Make right. the play. Make the free throw. Make the, you know? Yes. After she thinks she ain't had a good game, uh, when you talk to her, what do you say? 
I know there are times I used to always say, man, I ain't have a good game. And that was a good game, fine, but it wasn't good enough for me, you know? Right. But it might and, be and, she, and she's had those. And, and practice makes perfect. My thing is you have to practice more. You have to do better. But sometimes, sometimes even practicing more won't help with doing better in the game. Sometimes that other team, that their team was just better, and that's just what it is. That is true. I mean, you know, I hate to keep bringing up LeBron, but the guy for the Spurs deed him up. And everybody mm. said, there's a better defensive player. He deeds you up. You think you're the best right. in the world, but there's somebody now go back in there and work on something to beat him, you know? Right. Work on a different move, a different shot, you know? Right. And I like the fact that she works with, she or she plays against, better opponent because it makes her better. It makes her a better player. It makes her hustle more. Well, there, let's bring that up. Was there anybody that she ever told you said, man, she was really good? No, not that I recall. Not that I recall that? No, I don't I recall at all. She no, always I'm... goes in things that she can beat up the world, that she can beat the world in basketball. That's good, because I tell everybody, you know, it ain't about being cocky. It's about mm-hmm. having that confidence, you know? It's about having that confidence. Mm-hmm. It ain't cocky. Yeah, you're the best, or you can beat up, you know. You know. <laughs> A lot of people get mad. I say, I sound cocky. No, that's not cocky. Yeah. <laughs> I think confidence of how hard you work to do that, you know? Yeah, to get to where you are. All right, so let's go to... The last game you went to see them play. Okay. How did she do? She did well. Uh, again, that was towards the end, but they didn't make it to, I guess they were going to go to regionals. They didn't make it to the regional game. But she still did well. You think that affected her game? No. No? No, I don't think it affected her game at all. Well, we I know think she got, it'll affect it, it'll affect how she moves forward, though. She knows she's going to have to grind, especially this is her last year. She's she's going to have to grind. That's what it is. If she wants to go to the regionals and make it to the end next year, she knows what she has to do this year. What do you think she knows she got to do? Again, with the teamwork, she's going to have to utilize her team more. She's, she's yeah. there's no getting around that. Um, assist, she did great with the assist this year. I was so proud of her because <laughs> from going from the high school where she's just going to take the ball where she had like zero assists and almost all yeah. of the points. I was I yeah. was so proud of her. So, I mean, it's the teamwork. It's the team aspect. I love her coaches. That's good. They, don't, they don't let up for a minute. She has three you coaches. Know. One female, two males. They do not let up for a minute. But she's a she's a college. I mean, partying. She's a college. She's a college kid. Yeah, everybody got to do that. I mean, that's yeah. your time to do, do it. Actually, you know, that's your time to do it. You know. Yes. As long as you still got your focus on why you there, you know, mm-hmm. your ball, your grades. You know, you can party. Everybody say you can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can do you it know? all. You can do it all. Yeah. 
have to do it in small doses. You can't do all of one. You know, all you know, you can't do all of the partying and, and not have the academics and not have sports if that's what you're there for. Right. But right, one thing that she's done within the last year is increase her academics, and I was so proud of her because she really didn't care. She 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 just wanted to do the bare minimum to get by initially. She was a C student, which she can do way better than that. So this year, she even posted them on so her grades on social media. She got A's, B's. I think she got one C. And she was fighting to get that up. So I, I, she's grown so much. She's matured just as a woman, as a ball player. And I'm just so proud of her. And it is true, you know. She get her grades up like that because I didn't care about grades then, you know. Yeah, I got a D. That was passing for me. I was happy. <laughs> And that is not passing. That is below average. Oh, yeah. I was happy. I was like, ooh, can I get another one? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but you're right. I was focused on my, I I wasn't focused on my grades. Right. You know, but I should have been, you know, getting a better Mm -hmm. grade to move, you know? Yeah. So, but I'm proud of her, too, for doing that, because most kids don't. Yeah. All they want to do is say, hey, I'm going to be playing in the, Pro ball, so I don't need that. Mm-hmm. You do need it. And they want to party and hang out. You can't do all of that. You can't do that. All you're going to do is burn both candles, at, burn candles at both ends. You can't do that. How long are you going to make it that? How long are you going to last that way? You won't. I'm going to have to give it. You know, it's going to be the grace. You just still want to play. But right. Then, that's then right. The grace to, to play the game. So and that's, that's right. Then you don't get kicked out. So, well, that's good that she approved with that. That's yeah, she's What does she want to do if basketball don't want to work out? Pardon me? What does she want to do if basketball don't work out? Well, she she's majoring in criminal justice, and she wants to be a cop, a detective, more importantly. But I, I'm, I know that the CIA is hiring, and they're looking for young athletes. So if she doesn't go overseas or does whatever it is she wants to do, I want her to apply for either the CIA or the FBI. I think she would still there. Yeah, they are. The reason why they are because a lot of kids or people they can't pass the background or, you know, or the the drug thing. So they got something opening now, you know? Oh, I didn't know why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of opening because of that. Because it's a sense of background check, you know, and people be like, oh, like you say, people might did something in their life that, you know. That they're not proud of. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody make mistakes. But they feel strict in that area, the CIA and, and, the, and the FBI, when, you know, they want you to be, I mean, you got to open can of beer. They want to know why, when, how, and who's with you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was in college. I walked down from the dorm room from a party, you know? Right. But there are a lot of openings, so that's a good field to be in, too. Yeah. That's a great field to be that's, in. That's certainly the plan. You know, she probably even do that, like you said, she's not playing overseas. Yes. That's certainly the plan. Yeah. Stick with the plan. Stick with the plan. Well, I got another question. What advice, if you as a coach or family, what you see from your niece, would you give uh, somebody, a kid that's struggling and depressed and um, playing sports and want to drop out and 
Well, what advice would you give? Stick with it. Don't ever give up if that's what it what it is that you truly want to do. Don't give up. But you're going to have to utilize your family or whomever your support system is to get through that depression and to to um, succeed in what it is you want to do. If you need to speak with someone, your your coach, uh, someone at your school, there are plenty of people that they can refer you to, resources in your community that, that can reach out, that can help you. So never give up. Never give up on your dreams. That's good, too. Damn. Thank you. A speaker to go in there and speak to the kids. Thank you. <laughs> and that is my plan. That is my plan. <laughs> well, we have we'll do five more minutes. I'm going to let you in with this. What advice you give your niece now? I give her the same advice. Uh, to stick with whatever it is she wants to do. Never give mm-hmm. up. That is my mantra. Never give up. So we're gonna always tell people, you know, when you go out for something, a sport or anything in life, a job, don't quit. Make them fire you or get ready. Never quit. You know, that shows weakness, you know. Still go out there and <laughs> still try to do the best job you can, you know. It might not be that job for you, but, you know, do what you can. Don't let them say, oh, he just gave up, you know, because yeah. giving up his life is, is, is not acceptable because, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. I mean, so everything, you know, you can do, do it. If you can't do it, ask for help or get help. Like you think you, somebody to press or a kid to press, talk to somebody, you know? Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. You know? Well, Q, I appreciate you being on the show. I'll tell you, uh, your niece. Uh, we're going to be watching her, have her back on again this year, keep doing what she's doing, because only she can start what she wants to be in life. That's right. Nobody else can do it. She's the one control it. She's the one that's in control. I sure will tell her that. And thank you for having me on your show. Well, you have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 